That is Dermot Kennedy and Better Days on Today FM. Before there was Katie Tunstall and Suddenly I See. It is exactly 10.31 in the morning. Alison Curtis with you on Weekend Breakfast. Now, I love, love, love having her on the show. She's just published her latest novel, Freckles. It is the wonderful Cecilia Ahern. How are you? Morning. How are you doing? Great. Listen, um, Cecilia, it's hard to believe for us as fans of you that, you know, aside from your young adult novels, this is novel 16, so 18 in total, and you're still a child. (laughs) Uh, mm, I don't know, that's questionable, but thank you very much. I'll accept the compliments. I'm not the only author to write one novel a year, but um, there are many, many of us. It's it's pretty intense, but it's so enjoyable. You know, when it's something that you love, it's not... uh, I wouldn't say it's not hard work, but it's it's enjoyable, you know? Absolutely. And so Freckles is the name of the book, and it's really a standout book physically as well with the design. I love it. Um, but it was really, it was born out of a statement. And sometimes, you know, people might say something to you, and most of us just kind of let it blow over us or whatever. But this statement stayed with you, and instead of it blowing over, you've turned it into a whole book. <laughs> yes. I, I, well, that's kind of the way my mind works, and it's also my job, so that's handy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with and it was just one of those phrases that just got it just got my mind like pinging um and I came up with this character whose nickname is Freckles which the title of the book is Freckles and she hears this phrase and she immediately starts examining um the five people in her life and what their characters say about who she is I'm not completely satisfied but what she discovers she realizes that she if she chooses a very specific set of five people then she can kind of shape her own life and she can press the reset button and become somebody new. So it's about her kind of taking control of her life and realizing that she, you know, you can't, she's not just a bystander, but she can actually control who she is. So it's a really, um, I suppose it's a lot about uh, loneliness and identity and trying to connect her attempts to connect with people and find, find belonging. Uh, it's absolutely it's wonderful it's really really wonderful and I think people who you know are fans of authors who have a a large body of work like you do now are actually fascinated where ideas come from and where new ideas come from and I think that that's incredible yeah I know it is it's I mean it's not always the most exciting answer um because sometimes you don't know how books come but sometimes it's there's a moment and you can remember and really pinpoint it and the moment was hearing this this phrase which my brother-in-law said to me and he's just so delighted he feels I think he thinks (laughs) He's almost written this book. <laughs> um, yeah, so he said it to me when um, he felt like I was morphing into my mom. He couldn't quite tell the difference between us. So he said, you know, be careful. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So, um, so he's going to yeah. take credit. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's just, I, and I don't necessarily think of myself when it's things like that, but I always move to the fiction. I'm like, oh, well, like, what if there was a character who really wanted to control her five people? Um yeah, and, and uh, I, yeah, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. So Definitely. I, hope, I think it's one of those phrases that will make, possibly make people think about their five. And, and I think it's a phrase that you can ask at different phases of your life. Like yeah. it's not the five people that shape your entire life. It's, I think at certain points of your life, you can say, well, were those five people, do they help shape my decisions or mm. like, the things that I did or the way that I was? And, and, you know, and if you move house or move job, then those five people can change so my character really discovers that it might not be the big five people you think it is, but it could be just, you know, the same person that you meet on the bus every day and have a chat. They can really broaden Shape your mind. You. Yeah, yeah. Really you. Or the person who serves you coffee every day that you see every day and have a chat with. So it's probably, it could be the people that you don't necessarily think it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh no, yeah, I so. love the idea, the concept. And I, mean, I love the book as well. I've had it for a few weeks, which I've been very fortunate to get. You know what though, I do think of Cecilia as it's the first time you've kind of set the novel where you live. And I think that that can be a brave thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, the, the thing about, well, the reason why I did that is because um, Allegra, who's nicknamed Freckles, is a parking warden. And um, parking wardens in Malahide are notorious <laughs> See, Like they don't let you away with anything. But I wanted to write about a person who really was very rigid and like had very focused, straight thinking, um, who rarely broke the rules. Well, in her job, she rarely mm. breaks the rules. In her real life, she's quite different. Um, but so like, I know the rhythm of Malahide. You know, I know when it wakes up. I know when it goes to sleep. I know I know all the back roads. And I just was very familiar with the whole kind of logistics of it. So I felt that was a good reason to set it here. But it's not like they're all... All the characters are fictional. And, you have um, to say that now because you could be going for your coffee in a week and they're uh, like, is that me? I don't, I don't think there's anyone in it, but like, I never even worry because I know they haven't come from um, from anyone real. So yeah, no, I'm not remotely worried. I'm going to be remote. For <laughs> side be, eyes. I'll be worried if someone thinks that they're in it and I'll be like, oh, no, it's definitely no. not you. <laughs> Do you know, um, it's something that you spoke about in an article. You were on the cover of a weekend magazine last uh, weekend and you look absolutely out of this world and oh. the dresses, everything, you just look incredible. But you are talking in that article about a, a birthday, a significant birthday that's coming up this month. And, you know, I do think that we, as we travel through the decades, obviously it's a natural time to start thinking about things a little differently. So how are you yeah. feeling? I'm feeling very thoughtful, you know, about it. Um, I, I feel like, I think I said in that article, by the way, that dress is Eva Brady, amazing Irish designer. That was so oh, much fun to wear. Amazing. Um, yeah, so that made me a very happy girl in that magazine. Um, I feel that, <laughs> excuse me, in my 30s, in my 20s, I was like, yes, yes, yes to everything. Mm. In my, you know, thir- 30s, I was saying no a lot, learning how to say no. And um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm just trying to find that balance of um, like challenging myself and, and making myself happy, but also um, taking on things that, I don't know if I'm explaining this properly, but yeah, definitely trying to take on new things, but also not be yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it is a skill though. And it, when I read that last weekend, I was like, yeah, that's a skill that, you know, we, in many ways, I wish we had the ability to say no earlier in life. <laughs> it's a skill. I know, I know but we just learn it so much later. I, that's why I always think, um, well, not necessarily just older women, but, the, but in particular women who are older are always so much stronger and so assertive and like almost can be intimidating but they're just so sure of what they want so yeah take it's taking me a while to get there but um it takes yeah. everyone a while to get there yeah, yeah. but Cecilia you know people know that I mean you you've had a uh, third child in lockdown which is biz- bananas I'm sure and yeah. you're busy mom and obviously with you know producing a, a novel every year you're really really busy but aside from that you've got all this other production work that you know goes behind the scenes like executive producer and Roar is actually I wanted to say that to you I think I said it last time as well but it's it's gone back onto the bedside table and it's coming out more often now, Roar, to pick up for short stories. I really, really, I keep going back to it. But, you know, the TV production, it's, you know, you're doing all of that and with obviously working with Nicole Kidman on that and that's all happening as well on top of, you know, parenting and writing novels. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot, but it's so exciting, you know. Um, actually, that the show just wrapped like a week ago. Oh, so um, yeah, we don't have a release date yet, but there's so there's eight half-hour episodes for Apple TV Plus, which is just so exciting. Wow. Um, and when you're working with such incredible people, it's not it's not a chore. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, I just like everyone else, you kind of have to find a way to balance everything. Um, but you know, for me, family always comes first and I kind of have to work around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way, yeah, that's the way my life goes, but it always changes, you know, as, as they get older and as their needs change, I, I just move my days around. There's no actual structure. Um, it just always changes. Adapt, adapt. Yeah, yeah, you have to change with the, with the changes. Yeah. So, yeah. The TV series is really cool. We but have, it's um, excellent. It's yeah. and, and like it's amazing in that, like, obviously, you know, and, and it's funny, I'm, I'm not sure you probably haven't had time to look at the papers today, but Nicole Kidman's in it today saying about her age and being 54 and that, you know, people are like, no one's interested in it anymore. And she's, that's obviously not the case. And she's so prolific and she's such a household name. And for her to have latched onto your project and your words and your mind, that's, that must be remarkable. It's amazing. Like, it, I can't... Um, I know I say amazing. I can't really find the words for it. It's really um, overwhelming. And I do get really emotional about it. Yeah, I understand. collection of short stories, which is kind of wild. You know, they're very surreal, um, unique, quirky stories, which I, I wrote on the side for me from the very beginning with the intention of bringing them to TV because I didn't think that uh, they would be published. I just didn't know how I could get them out there mm-hmm. the way they're written. Um, so it's been a long slog trying to get them to this place so it makes it doubly exciting well um, I can't wait and then she's fantastic she's such like um, you know she's making all these women centric stories with mm. major stories and and her production company is Blossom and they, they're just such pros they know what they're doing and um, interested in every aspect of it so it's just a thrill to learn to work with them and learn from them absolutely well it's just it's such an incredible thing and it's I when we you know you were in my diary since May <laughs> It's been brilliant to get you on again. We always get a great reaction to you, and I always love we speaking need to you. To go out. I don't know why we don't just go out. Why do we have? Why does it have to be work? <laughs> no, exactly. We should. So tonight, though, something really special is happening: the Dublin Book Festival, and you're in conversation with Sam Blake, and that's uh, tonight and the fourth uh, of September, of course, at seven p.m. People can find out more at DublinBookFestival.com. So it's it's all a go. <laughs> It is a go, and we were we were in uh, Farnham Castle, so it's just a stunning setting. Um, so nice to be out seeing people doing yes. things. Yes, and so yeah, people can watch us having a chat from there. I really enjoyed it. Sam Blake is is fantastic author, and uh, I had a great time talking to her. So you can log on to Dublin um, Bookfestival dot com yeah. and get your tickets there. Yeah, it's brilliant. Listen, Freckles, absolutely lovely, lovely, lovely. I, I think it's a great story. I think it's a great book. And as always, you know, you are just incredible. And we love having you on the show. And Cecilia, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis and Capri. There's a glass and a half in every bit of Ireland.